stay in Phoenix. Yeah, but we'll get there. Another episode of J and J every day. J and J. Your boy Jason here. Got my partner JC to my right. Let's go, man. We gonna get right into it, man. Man, I, we had a whole game plan set up, but man, we gotta switch it up, man. Cause you just hit me up thir thirteen seconds before the show. <laughs> said some crazy stuff. He said you wanted Devin Booker to stay in Phoenix. Yeah, but he was talking about um, Draymond's comments. Cause Draymond said that you know he thinks Devin Booker should leave. Um, and I will, for one, Devin Booker did sign that crazy extension. So, yeah. barring uh, isn't anything, it still four years left or yeah. maybe five? So, barring anything, he's not going anywhere. Um, but furthermore, I, just, I think the core down there in Phoenix, and the, my main selling point on that is the head coach, Monty Williams. Mm -hmm. I think that, I believe this is his first year down there, and I think that he really can build something. Um, um, with with the Phoenix Suns, I believe it's his first year. I'm not sure, you, but I really I really like Monty Williams, and I think this um, I think what they did in the bubble yeah, was not um, I don't think it's gonna be you know a one hit wonder. I really feel like Phoenix can build on what they have um, down there. DeAndre A. Because my whole thing is they need another obviously superstar to accompany um, Devin Booker. And I do truly believe that DeAndre Ayton can develop into that complimentary superstar. Um, I really like Cam Johnson, rookie, who they picked up in the draft this year um, from North Carolina, I believe. I really like him. Um, I do think Miles Bridges. I love Miles Bridges as well. Very long, lanky, athletic guy. I like him. I, the point guard situation is what, you know, what I pause at. I love Ricky Rubio. I just think they could maybe get an upgrade at that point guard position. Um, but I love Ricky Rubio. But I, I truly think that the Suns can build on what they did in the bubble and carry it over into next year. I know they're playing in a loaded Western Conference, but I, I think if DeAndre Ayton can be more consistent, you know, and develop into a, a star, if not superstar, then him paired with Devin Booker and the rest of the pieces they do have around him, I think they can, I think they can do something special. I like Javon Carter. Out of oh, I forgot where West Virginia, I believe. Um, former uh, NCAA Defensive Player of the Year. I really oh, like dude. him. Um, they got Dario Saric. I don't know, you know, for how much longer, but you know, he's a veteran guy. Ty Jerome just got him this year in the draft. Uh, I think he can develop. I really like what they're doing. And Devin Booker, if the league didn't already know, put everybody on notice with his play through these eight games. So yeah, I threw a little curveball at him real quick before we started. I don't think that you know. I don't think Devin Booker needs to force his way out. I really, really think that he'd be able to win. And again, my main selling point is, you know, I really like Monty Williams, the head coach down there. And I really think that he will be able to get those guys up and develop those guys. Well, I see your points. You good points. But um, do you think Devin Booker could be the best player on a championship team? Yes, I do. I, I definitely, and that, that's another thing. I really believe Devin Booker can be the best player on a championship team. To your point, I think I, um, you were asking me about um, placing a bet on him, uh, him getting a double-double one time. 
And I was like, what? Double double? Devin Booker doesn't get a sit. Like, my mind, when I think of Devin Booker, I don't think of passing the ball until I went. After you said that, went, sat back, and Sometimes looked at his he, numbers. He exactly. Like, I really think that he's a – we know he's going to put the ball in the basket. Um, I think he's an underrated facilitator and passer. And I think he can be, you know, a better defender or a really good on-ball defender as well. I do think Devin Booker can lead a team to a championship. Um I mean, we know he can. We know he can close games. I mean, we know late in games you need a bucket. Just give him the ball, and he will get you a bucket. We know that for a fact. I think that, and I do think he's developing into a leader. I think he can be the best player on the championship team. I think he's a good leader, but I don't think he could be the best player on a championship team. I don't know if it's because he doesn't do, you know, get enough assists and rebounds. Because you know he does get assists around, but you know. It's not a it, it's not enough to to say that he's a you know he's a good passer you know but at the same time you don't need to be a good passer to be a shooting guard on like you know what I'm saying be the best on there but I don't know I don't know if he can be the best player on the team but you know him being the number two player I feel like that could be a very good team that could you know what I'm saying take take somebody to the championship but to your point to your first point this is a good team I do love DeAndre Ayton ever since they did draft him. Um, and this feels like DeAndre Aiden's second or third year, so I mean, it's very early. So um, it's no rush, but to Devin Booker's point, it's been some years, and he really wants to get into the playoffs. And shoot, I think they should be in the play-in right now. I don't think the Grizzlies deserve. They did the same amount of work that the uh, Wizards did down here. Pretty much, they came in for some cardio, man. And I listen. I'm with you. I was. We'll get to Giannis later. I was so mad he got himself suspended for this game. Granted, he probably wouldn't have played that many minutes. Yeah. But, man, I was just – I think collectively around the basketball world, we all – anybody who's not from Memphis, I think was rooting against Memphis yesterday um, in that final game for Memphis to lose because we all know the showdown that we would have had with a Devin Booker versus a red-hot Damian Lillard. Our, our, our honesty, the two bubble MVPs going head-to-head. Because -head. Yeah. there's nobody else who comes close – to being a bubble MVP besides these two guys. Um, but I, I think Devin Booker can be the, the main guy on a championship team. Um, because to your point, I don't think he needs to be a prolific passer. You know, to your, I think a five, six assists per game guy with his level of scoring would be, would be fine. Um, because, I mean, look, teams are going to double him. You know, teams will double him, and that that's where I think DeAndre – I don't think it's more so on his plate. I think it's more so on DeAndre Ayton and the others' plates to step up. Cause, yeah, of yeah, course, yeah, DeAndre Ayton, but to if, my point, it was, uh, it's only been his second or third. Yeah, it's yeah. Two years, right? It's for sure, second. for sure. If Booker just continues just up – he's literally just gotten better and better every single season. He's and I don't know how long Ricky Rubio's going to stay there, but if, he, if he's still there, then, you know, he can – handle the assists. He's, he's a great passer. Yeah, he's, so he's a proven since, veteran point guard. Ever since he was uh, out, out overseas, you know, mm -hmm. he's a great point guard. So Proven veteran point guard. Um, I just think they're missing something. And like I said, that might be DeAndre, you know, in this next upcoming season, taking that next step to put himself in the Carl Anthony Towns, yeah. Joel Embiid if, category. Yeah, I was just about to say. If, if he can get to that level, I think 
they can make a run because if DeAndre Ayton is um, develops himself to be um, you know top strong three, enough, top five center. yeah, in in order to beat people like Embiid and Jokic, if he's handling them in games, then yeah. the Suns are definitely going to the playoffs and probably beyond if DeAndre Ayton can step up. You know, twenty two. He's twenty two right now, man. I mean, averaging eighteen and eleven. Um, if he can just develop. 23-24 night guy, 12 boards, which he is right now. But just dominant. Or just being dominant yeah. against bigger players. Like, you know, we need to see him being dominant against Embiid, Jokic, against the top. Hassan Whiteside, even though he's off the bench and all that. You know, but people like that. You know, in the, in the NBA, big, for sure. You know what I'm saying? We need to see some dominance. So then, on like, and then, like, you know, games going ahead of that. The bigs are actually worried about him being dominant, and you so know it puts you pressure got, on exactly. them. Exactly. Now you can't load up on Devin Booker because you got a force down low and and, and DeAndre Ayton that you also have to deal with. You know what I'm saying? So I really, I, I really do think and hope that. Uh, well, I think Devin Booker can lead the Suns to a title, and I like to see him do it because I think again, if you would have had Towns or Embiid with this guy, this is definitely a title contender. Aiden just has to develop into that. And again, the others that they have, too. I don't know about title contender, but. Nah, I feel if Aiden can develop into, if you had Embiid paired with, because what do we talk about? We say, you put Embiid on this team with Booker, I think this is the title contender. I don't think so. I think so. You put Embiid with this supporting cast and Booker, they're better than the Sixers, in my opinion. In my opinion, they're better than the Sixers. The Sixers aren't our title contenders this year, though. But that and that's my point. <laughs> and that if you swapped out Ben Simmons for Booker on that Sixers team, they're a title contender. Okay, and now if you swap, but look, they were a title. That's on the East. I was just about to say on the East, man. Yeah, but they listen. They can be on. They on the East, bro. The Suns probably making the play. The Sixers are underachieving. Is my point. They should be. You feel me? They're underachieving. We expect them to be a title contender. And I'm saying if you threw Embiid on this team, take Aiden out, put Embiid. There can even though they're in the West. This is a title contender in my in my opinion because we have Devin Booker, a top five scorer in the game, who can close out games, who will close them out himself if he needs to, and now you pan with Embiid or or Towns or somebody, um, and I love the supporting cast they got. Um, listen, they took that four to five months off. These Suns guys worked, and they they really got better. So major major. Major props, man. Oh, to you know what I Suns. think? You know what I just remembered? What happened? I don't think Arizona ever went to you know a serious quarantine and all that. I'm Ooh. not sure. I don't think this is a fact and all, but I think I think they never went. So you know they might have just they bro. they might have just been practicing this whole time all together. You know that could have played a part, but I don't know. I, I think though, though, you know the little country states. I mean, not country, but, but you know, you know the little states. I, yeah, out of the way states. Nah, I, I, I think I think Phoenix was one of those spots there. Regardless, man, it's Devin Booker, man, major major props. Your run was phenomenal, um, and we wish that we could Speaking see. Speaking of runs, man, Popovich. Oh. oh. It came to an end. We've been doing this show for like two, three years. It and every year, I was like, hey, man, end. the Spurs are making it, They're man. They're going to make it. I cannot believe the Popovich thing. The Popovich playoff Dang. run has finally <laughs> come to an end, man. Let's give you some good shots. Yes, hey, man, shout out to you, man. It's been, it was 24 years. Wow. 24 years. Almost my whole life playoffs, been in the man. playoffs. That, and Popovich is hilarious. You saw the quote. I didn't see it. <laughs> oh, oh, he's hilarious. You know, he don't like Trump. 
on the news that the playoff streak ended. He said, that's fake news. <laughs> that's total fake news. Lots of guys have been telling me the streak hasn't ended. I talk to people all the time. They call me. They tell me, pop, the streak didn't end. It didn't end. <laughs> <laughs> fake yeah. news, man. Fake, fake news. news. Fake news pop on the beat with it. That, that was Yo, great. shout out to Popovich, though, man. They 24 barely, years ago, they got that um, they lottery missed pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they barely missed it, man. Barely. What do you... So, while we're on... I know we're sidetracking like crazy here. But while we're on the Spurs, what do you think Pop's next move is? Like, him as a coach, do you think, yeah, nah, you think he sticks about, around for this rebuild? Or you think I don't he think so, cap, because man? even at this... Um, at his last contract extension, mm-hmm. he was debating on retiring that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think maybe after this contract's up, I think it probably has two years left or something. You think he'll just... It should be time. If not... Wave the flag. Yeah, I mean, but if not, hey, let him stay until... Until he wants to. Yeah, I think, listen, he's 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 earned it. You feel know I me? Mean? And more so than he's earned it, it's not like he doesn't have it anymore. He still has the juice. He yeah. still has... You know, and then look at his coaching tree, man. Up. It's probably like half the head, fifty percent of the half head coaches were under Pop. Yeah, you know, came from Pop. So yeah, he he for sure still has it. It's literally up to him if he wants to stick around for this, you know, next week. Because look, the Spurs aren't—they're not in a good place. I think Demar Derozan, he's about to be an unrestricted free agent, so he might just walk up out of there. And Aldridge been and wanting to leave. No one's taking on that Aldridge contract either. So they're kinda in, you know, a tough spot down there in San Antonio. So won't be surprised if he says, see you, you gotta figure this one out on your own, San Antonio. And that'll be tough though, because I think they're uh, they're laying the the framework for Becky Hammond to be the next head coach in that journey. Mm, as a, yes. As the first lady head yes, coach. Yes, yes, they definitely I believe so. And that would be listen, I wouldn't again, she's coming from that pop tree, so I wouldn't I would not doubt her. I would not underestimate her if that does, you know, if that does happen. Might be another, you know, another San Antonio run here. Uh, moving on though, man. Dennis Schroeder is returning back well, from his childbirth. Hey, congrats um, to Dennis Schroeder, man. You think Giannis should have got more than one game for that headbutt? Mm. No, I mean I'm cool with the game, but Giannis, man, this is kind of. What do you think? This is during this bubble. He's kind of been a little uncharacteristically feisty, in my opinion. I've seen him get into it with a couple guys. But, again, maybe this is just Giannis coming into his own, you feel me, and realize. But this, this was uncalled for, in my opinion. I'd listen. I don't know what was said, but Giannis headbutting some, anybody headbutting somebody, let alone Giannis. I was like, that was total out of character for him. I, I was very shocked by that. Well, I think he should have been suspended for more games because that was kind of excessive. But... It's the playoff time, man. It's the bubble. We don't got time for all that against suspended time stuff. Yeah, that's um, pretty much why they gave him a game, probably. And to your point, um, he, it probably know. was excessive, but he is African, man. You got to let these things slide. <laughs> this man, I have... It's in our blood, man. He's been getting real, real feisty as of late, man. But, uh, nah, man, they, man, he was bothering him all, all game, man, giving him little slight elbows and things like that. And you talking about the other fight from, like, last week or something? Yeah, with the Nets. Yeah, man, he was gonna mess dude up like he told, like he told the ref. He was like, hey, "I'm gonna mess him up. Hey, I'm gonna f him up, man." He, yeah, he gonna, hey, you know, hey, if Giannis says something about getting messing me up, hey, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna avoid yeah, him. I believe it. I believe it. Hey, coach, <laughs> get me out the case. I was listening. 
I was just surprised. I was shocked. I said, Giannis, what is going on, young man? What is going on? But I feel him. He, he's getting fed up, and I guess entering the playoffs, he's trying to make yeah, you know, bigger time. players. You know, uh, LeBron gets it. You know, they, they, you know what I'm saying? They get a little bit more I elbows. Feel like, I feel you know? like it was after, was it after he got charged, called for a charge? I believe. Uh, yeah, because he was pushing off dude because he, uh, I keep saying dude, who's doing it? More, I think White Wagner. Wagner. Well, yeah, Maurice Wagner, Wagner, former Laker. But, um, yeah, I think he, he probably, I didn't see the elbow, but mm-hmm. it looked like that's what he was complaining on because, like, they were, like, running next to each other, and, you know, he kind of, like, mm-hmm. hit him, and, and that's when Giannis, like, reacted, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And, you know, and it was, like, you know, back and forth, a couple plays. It was still kind of early in the game, though, so, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Either way, it's the Wizards, bro. Like, why are you? That was that was my whole yeah. That was my whole thing. You're letting exactly. You're letting him. You're getting in going into the playoffs, man. And you're letting him. You know, get you riled up right now. I think he did apologize over. Keep it cool though. You just gotta keep it cool. Relax. Keep it cool. Um, moving on though. What you got for me? Your boy Russell Westbrook. Yes. Right quad. Quad strain. Said he woke up sore. I believe he played, and then they had ruled him. You know, with the quad strain. So, he's scheduled. They don't know how many games. They're just saying that he will miss, you know, the first couple of games um, with that right quad strain. So, OKC Houston series. Two former OKC Thunder guys going back, you know, obviously Harden is, you know, late years. It seems like years, like decades ago. Probably was, but, you know, Probably two was former like guys. A yeah, ago. yeah, it definitely was. When man. was that, 2012, 2013? Yeah, like we said, almost a but and regardless, the series just got a little bit more interesting if it wasn't already interesting. You know, lots of people had a probably six, seven game series. Obviously, I said on this show before my displeasure of facing OKC, though I will go on the record and even without um Russell for the start of the series, I think it's a five to six game series because um I I, I think James Harden is great. You guys know what I how I feel about James Harden. I think he is phenomenal. I think he's great. So I think even without Russell Westbrook, and what I did feel to realize, which I just popped into my head today, yes, they're going to miss the Russ rebounding and everything, but now um, at all times on the floor, there will be shoot. You know, there will be guys who can shoot. What the Rockets have to worry about is that 10-minute stretch, 15-minute stretch, however long it is, where Harden is now off the court. And, you know, it's Austin Rivers or whoever is leading the offense. That is... That's what I'm most concerned about, and would, I'm interested to see how they'll navigate that stretch of time. Because we know if you're like a minus 20 or 25 when a superstar leaves the court, that can be the difference between winning a game or losing a game, winning a series, losing a series. So we'll see how that one plays out. Definitely. Definitely. We'll see, man. I the Rockets got, in there, but... Um, playoffs just got even... Listen, it just got even more interesting. To me, maybe. it really depends on how Steven Adam works um, in the paint. If uh, if they utilize that well, which I think they might work actually mm-hmm. really well with CP3, because mm-hmm. you know he's s- smart. You yeah, know he knows what he's gonna do. But you never know. The Rockets, I always think that what? if you know what I'm saying that they won't be able to handle some big men, and they prove me wrong a lot of times. So we'll see. My main concern. Well, if I'm an OKC guy, um, my main concern is how will Steven Adams be able to move on the defensive side? Because if we all remember last year um, in the playoffs against Portland, he was taken off the floor a lot of times because Damon CJ absolutely bodied him in that pick and roll. Mm-hmm. And Steven Adams was great, 
But you know, you're seven foot, you can only move so, you know, only can move so so fast laterally. So it'll be interesting to see A, how Billy Donovan adjusts, and B, how the Rockets attack him, if they do. So listen, like I said, Tuesday, I believe the series kicks off. Um, we'll see. You know, the playoffs are on Tuesday, man. It's yeah, crazy. but before the this playoffs is start, it's we, the play in. Oh, my goodness. Who do we got, man? Tell us who we got. All right, here we go. Suns declared business yesterday. They beat Dallas 128-102. But then they had to sit back on, you know, at the same time, Memphis was taken care of. Um, the Bucks 119-106. So all Phoenix could do was sit back and pray and That's, hope Portland lost. That Memphis first or second win in, the, um, in this bubble? I think, I it's, think their it's their second. second. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's their second win. Um, and the Portland Trailblazers squeaked out a win. Again, Dame Time showed up. He showed out. Big steal um, to seal it. They won 134 to 133 against Brooklyn. And those games will be on Saturday and Sunday. Saturday game will be at 2.30 and Sunday game will be at 4.30. Well, here's the thing. The Sunday game is if necessary. Because yeah, you yeah. got to remember, Portland only needs one. If Portland beats Memphis, they are now the AC going up against the Lakers. If the Grizzlies beat Portland twice, then it'll be the Grizzlies going up against the Lakers. Um, I think me and you are in consensus. Probably have the Blazers winning, right? Yeah, I plan on putting down some good money on that one. I'm not even joking to you. <laughs> I, I really don't see any way in the I don't see any way in the basketball world that Dame and the Blazers drop this game. Memphis has just been playing so bad in this bubble. I, I literally I don't see it. I'm sorry, I don't. I don't um, see it either. The only time, the only way. And I would see it, and it didn't affect them last night. CJ McCollum's back, pretty playing with a fracture in his lower back, man. Yeah, and um, the news just dropped like a day a or two years. days ago. But so he was not happy that the news dropped. Mm -hmm. But hey, hey it's gonna leak out. Yeah, it's gonna leak out. But regardless, um, man, I'm, and that's something that you're right. We do got to keep an eye on, but even then, man, this guy Dame is just on. Yeah. Such a streak. I think that, you know, he... I'm not worried about uh, not this play-in, though, man. but I'm talking more about um, when they come to play L.A. Because every I see a lot of people talking about, oh, the Red Hot Blazers might come and do something against L.A. I'm like, come on now. Listen, and as much... With the healthy Dan and CJ, I think that... And I've talked a lot of trash about how the Lakers have looked, you know, so far... With the healthy Dame and CJ, I had that series going at most five games. Yeah, I was because at most I'll give them a game. I yeah, I just listen. I I'm not worried about the Lakers in the first round. My whole I've made such a big fuss about them because I'm thinking you know I'm thinking long term second Western Conference final round. Chad said, hey, you round, gotta watch yourself with the Lakers." What? Oh, I'm talking about. Oh man, they green lit me in hey, Memphis, man. man. I'm talking too low. Man, I was like, man, man, I just be letting him talk, man. We're going to see in the playoffs. I'm going to have him looking <laughs> dumb. I'm going to just be like, I told you so. I'm a told you so type of person. <laughs> man, this, listen, I don't, I'm sorry, but y'all haven't been looking great. Nah, I mean, nah, I don't Especially even know, in this bubble. I don't even know. I don't think we were even on air to talk about the, the did we talk about the Denver game? Oh, yeah. Where we beat um, the bench. Like, in the yeah, like, I don't even think we were on. Like, that was just. Yeah, I don't like I don't like the play in the bubble, but you know Rondo's coming back. <laughs> Hopefully, you know everything comes back to normal. Hopefully, we turn our game faces on. Hopefully, Anthony Davis 
gets his crazy eyes on and drops 39 or something, 40. And LeBron turns on his serious mode, turns off his phone, even though he say he's he not going to turn it off this uh, these playoffs. But, you know, I'm, I'm definitely not worried about the Blazers, and especially because CJ has his back problem. Um, Nurkic yeah. had a good night, you know, against um, um, against the, mm. the Nets. But, They're man, when I seen them play against uh, the Rockets, mm-hmm. I was like, mm. I don't know. I don't really see them as a threat, man. They're bigs. You know, they're bigs. They have the bigs that can – they're going to make Anthony Davis work. You know what I'm saying? They're Hassan White's on the Nurkic. You know, they're not bottom-of-the-barrel bigs, especially Nurkic. He's been playing phenomenal. So they're going to make Anthony Davis work. I just think it's not going to be enough. Mm-hmm. Gary Trent Jr. has been playing phenomenal. Um, Trent has made himself a lot of money in this bubble. TJ Warner has been phenomenal. Gary Trent, 16 points off the bench last Exactly. Time. Four for 10 from three, six for 13 from the field. And he's just another, you know, another guy. But I just don't think that Dane, I don't think he's going to be And then their defense enough, is just man. terrible to me, man. I don't All their games enough. go over 120 points. Because and, that, and that's the thing for as much as we love Dame and CJ, they don't, I mean, Dame has never been a guy that's going to stop anybody. You know what I'm saying? He's not going to stop you, but he's going to, he'll go point for point with you. Same with CJ. You know, Melo, he's been playing better on the defensive end. Um, I like Melo, but y'all, everybody's talking about, man, he's going to strap LeBron, blah, blah, blah. Come on, man. Even, but even Melo, you know, Melo, Melo is what he is right now. You know, he's going to give you 15, 20 point games. But he's just, you can't count on him night. You can't count on that night in, night out anymore. And again, when you're being guarded by the likes of Braun, potentially, yeah, I'm not, I don't like it. So I got five games for the Blazers at the most. At most. If not, if not a sweep for the Lakers. So I'm not worried about that. Not yeah, at all. Man. Not, not at all. <laughs> I'm so, I'm, I was just sick and tired of everybody. I was like, hey, man. We we hoping for the Blazers to win. I mean, the losers nah. gonna. Like, I don't care. Nah, <laughs> I didn't care. Yeah, nah, I'm not. I'm not worried about it at all, man. I love the Dame. The Dame dropped 42 12 assists last night. Uh, crazy shots, man. Bad yeah. shots, though. <laughs> I would hate to be his coach, bro. He's listening. <laughs> like, bro, 18 seconds on the car. You just gonna pull up from half court, bro? Yeah, like, buddy. not no passes, nothing. Just get launched that. Hey, if it goes in, woo! But if you air about that, listen, he's, listen, he's, this is, this is the point. This goes back to the point last year when he game checkmated OKC okay, y'all and Paul George mm-hmm. said it was a bad shot. Um, bad shot I was on record and I thought, you know, I said it was a bad shot. I've come around because I'm sitting here. Yeah, like, I, I see it now. I see the two sides. Yeah. You got it there. That's what I'm saying. I've come around and we got to, I've, I've not, listen, I was salty when that happened. You know what I'm saying? I, I was hurt. I was emotional. Yeah, I was. I was. Nah, I, I watched it right out there. I still remember. I still yeah, remember like was it was crazy. yesterday. But I. That John was silenced. I forgot. I came around. And I realized that these guys practice these shots all the time. So it's just it's just like Devin Booker said when he hit that crazy shot um recently in the bubble against OKC. Y'all don't take any shots to miss them. So I mean, listen. I guess it was bad defense, Paul George. No, and and no, and if you have somebody like Dan, bro, you have to be guarding from from half court, bro. Like, what is it's like Steph? You have to be out there. I don't see why why you're not out there. You've done this over you know over thirty times, maybe fifty times. You didn't shot that far back. So, so I think we're getting sidetracked here even more. Why? 
But you know, people are like, people are prisoner of the moments. I love Dame. But now I'm seeing a bunch of... He's the best point guard. Steph, has, he's always been better than Steph. Oh, no. I'm seeing a bunch of that. I'm seeing Dame, Steph. So I want to ask you, who who's the better who who's the better player? Steph to me has rings. You know me, man. That, that's number one. But if we take the rings even out of the equation, uh, Steph is definitely a better passer, um, and he's a and he's a better three point shooter. I think. Well, yeah, for I sure. I mean, he's the greatest three point shooter in the history yeah. of the game. So yeah, and that that. I'm with you. I think people are just listen. Dame, the shots Dame is are hitting are incredible. Yeah. You know, and he's been doing this for a while now. But it's Steph. We gotta forget. People, I mean, we forgot. It's been a year up. and a half, maybe, since we've seen Steph for, for real. Out exactly. Here. I think they're getting caught up on the fact that KD went to yeah, the Warriors. And KD, yeah, we KD gotta realize back and that it up. before KD got there. The man already had two rings and an MVP. And um, if it wasn't for Steph, Dane probably wouldn't be shooting that far back because I don't know. Steph changed the game. Steph, yeah, Steph started that nonsense of just, <laughs> just, we're just, we're just launching out threes. You know what I'm saying? You see people at regular courts now just launching up threes, launch, far threes. You're like, bro, this is not, this is not 2K, bro. But you know, people do it now, and you know, um. And even on the defensive side, a lot of us talk trash about Steph um, defensively, but he gets more steals and he does affect the game defensively. But you know, just one on one, it doesn't look good. But yeah, yeah team defense though, he does hook it up. Yeah, he's a good. Um, he plays passing lanes very well. Um, and he's a good help. He's a very good help defender as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just had to ask you. I would still go Steph over Dame, but you know, recently I know you've seen the, you've seen the stuff too. You know, Have you seen the Kyrie over Dame though? Yeah, I've heard that before. I've definitely heard that before. Um, I get thrown off with, between Kyrie sometimes. Okay. I have to think about. I, I think about his playoffs, and then I think about him the season, and I just like, man, I don't know because then I, sometimes I really, I mean, sometimes maybe it's the the Celtics year that really clouds my mind because he, I don't know what happened that year. Just, that was a wonder. Yeah, it was just that, ugly. Okay, dang, Steph versus, I mean, Kyrie versus Dame. Ooh, this is, this one's very tough for me. And I'm with you. Wow, that's tough. Kyrie over, Kyrie or Dame, Kyrie over. And then do we have Luka over everybody? Even Steph? Um. Is that what it's come to? Sheesh, do we have Luka over everybody? I just threw you three questions at one time, my bad. You do. But there you go. (laughs) So, Dane over Kyrie, I would still, oh, man, that's hard. That's very hard. I want to take no wrong answers, man. And even if you thought, Paul, I mean, uh, even if you thought Dane Lillard was the was the number one. Point guard? The only reason why I would have, I only, would the only argument I would have against that is because they don't win enough in the playoffs. And um, I just don't know. I don't know why I would have Dame over Steph. I would go Kyrie. Dame. I would go Dame over Kyrie because I get to it the playoffs. But we gotta remember, Kyrie didn't win a thing until LeBron came back. Mm-hmm. And to your point, when he did go to the Celtics and was the man, was we saw how that came about as well. Even this year with the Nets, um, like, um, and he was, you know, in and out the lineup, and then finally just shut it down because he was hurt. So I, I'm with you. I, I can go Dame over Kyrie. 
I, I wouldn't I, I would not put Dame over Steph Curry. Uh, I can't. I think Steph is still the best point guard in the game. Definitely. Um, so I can't go Dame over Steph. And then you said do I have Luca over? So what is? I guess Luca's a point guard. Luca is listed as a point guard, I believe. Like a point guard, small forward, I think. Um, would I have Luca over everybody? I guess we have to. <laughs> He's in the MVP combos. He is, but no, I would still. Oh, that's tough. That is tough. I'm still. I still will probably say Steph is the best point guard, even including Luca in the game today. Um, now Luca might be, you know, a better overall player than Steph, but if we're talking point guard. I gotta go Steph Curry still, and I, I think. You know, the injury, you know, the, not the injury, yeah, Steph did get injured. And the, the Warriors being off the mat, out of sight, out of mind, I feel like we've, we forgot, I feel like we've forgotten know. about Steph. I don't know, because Luka's passing ability and the fact that he gets his rebounds and then, you know, the point mm -hmm. guard got the ball, so the bigs might be already down the, down the court. I mean, I don't know. But again, I just... What does Steph do better? I mean, aside from shooting, of course. I mean, I, I got to... I think Steph might, mm, I want to say he might impact the game more, but he might because we got to remember, even when the ball is not in Steph Curry's hands, you cannot like Steph, his shooting ability impacts every facet mm -hmm. of the game. It, it change, You change your defense, literally, when he steps on the court. And I love Luka now. Ooh. And you, oh man, see, this is tough because even Luca, you change your defense. I'm still no, gonna not go as Steph. Much as, I mean, you, but, you change so your defense, point, but not yeah. as much as Steph, though. Because Steph, Steph, man, you basically have to do the boxing one. I don't know how but, else you would um, mm -hmm. guard that. They're gonna screen around him, so you, I mean, you're definitely gonna have to double that, and then you have to help whoever needs help after that. After that double, exactly. I mean, it's and people that try to go over the screen and just do the one-on-one -on -one game. Yeah, you get. You, you go over the screen, now he's going, now now he's fading to the corner because you went, so dang, yeah, that's Can't a good fit. one. Um, Luka's so tricky because he does impact every facet of the game. I'm very excited because now he's in the playoffs, so we'll get to see Luka in the playoffs. He, what he does in the regular season is great, but we, you know, people say it about Harden all the time, it's phenomenal, but now we get to see what you're going to do in the playoffs. Um, Too bad he has to play the Clippers. And we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I don't see a win. Four straight. You think that's four straight? I think, see. I see them shutting down Porzingis, man. Simply, simply off of the. I'm giving. Luca's going to have his game. I'm giving him. I'm going to give them possibly being able to get a game out of him. Simply off of the brilliance of Luca. Yeah, Luca's tight and all, but man, they're gonna shut down Porzingis and the rest of the squad. To my point that we haven't seen him in the playoffs, we haven't seen him in the playoffs, but he has seen the playoffs. If that makes sense, yeah. just not in the NBA. So, you know, it's a different. It's gonna be different. This is the national basketball. It's the best basketball league in the world. But he's still been on the biggest and biggest stages before. So you know, he's not gonna get the deer in the headlights look. I think he can scoot out a game. I go five. So you want to run down the playoff series? Um, the yeah, we're at that point. Let's run them down and let's pick them. Let's pick them, run them down, and give oh, yeah, us. Let me write down what you about to write. Yes, sir. Let me get my. Hey, man, y'all can tell I'm excited, man. It's the time of the year, man. Y'all don't. <laughs> oh, man, we picking them. We picking them. Hey, we picking them. All right, man. I hope I beat JC, too, man. Hope I.
Man, I'm just worried about the NFL this season, man. Cause look, they haven't I won two years, three yeah, years straight. Two years straight, I'm sick. We gotta um, lower down the money. I think this I might be your year, man. <laughs> keep it the same, baby. I'm, I'm glad I gotta be better. I feel like this might be your year, man. I can't keep winning. Yes, man. All right, let's let's get this popping. All right, L.A. versus uh, we don't know yet. Um, I think this is just. This is another thing, man. This is the first year where having the number one seed is actually a disadvantage, man. <laughs> you don't know who you're playing. Yeah, yeah I was speaking but... to Jalen about that. He was like, man, this is unfair to, yeah. to the AFC because you don't know who's playing. Mm -hmm. So I guess, I mean, first for the playing game, we obviously, I got Portland. we both have Portland. All right, so for the playing game, we both have Portland. I mean, Portland or Memphis, either way, I have Lakers and I want to say four, but I feel like that's disrespectful. But I just want to say four. Okay. I don't see us losing against the Blazers. Listen, I'm going to be disrespectful, and I'm going to write down here, L.A. versus Portland. Yeah, I mean, Memphis is not winning two games. Wow, I hope that on Monday we're not sitting here with the sad dog faces on because we got to eat our words, and we're, we're, and we're sitting here watching Memphis play. But the thing is, like you said, the Blazers have two chances to get one win. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I like the odds are just... It don't look good. L.A. Portland. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say that's a five game series. Five games. L.A. I think it's five games. L.A. I'm gonna just copy down what you got later. Actually, forget this typing. I'm gonna go five games. L.A. Um, Clippers versus Mavericks. I got Clippers in four as well. I got Clippers in five. Okay. Playing the safety with the gentleman sweeps. <laughs> The Nuggets versus the Jazz. This is going to be real cool, yeah, though, man. This is, and again, you know what? I'm sad, but it's also going to be interesting. The um, the no home court advantage, per, I mean, pretty much. This is like, this is it's weird. Um, I got the Nuggets and six. Nuggets and six. Nuggets and six as well. I, I go, I'll go with that. I think the Jazz keep it close, but they lose a couple games down the stretch. Ooh, this is going to be real fun. Denver is 12 deep. Yeah. This is crazy. Utah is pretty deep, too, man, when you think about it, man. They are, but they no one they get, nobody's touching deep. the Jazz. Yeah. Man. I mean, Denver. This and you crazy. know what I was thinking about? Uh, you know how we usually say um, the playoffs, your, um, your team shrinks? I don't think the Nuggets need to do that, man. I think the way that they play, man, is just so you really can't tell that they have twelve people until you look at the box score. Honestly, and like they play like, so fluid yeah. that you can't really tell that they're pulling out people and just sticking them in there, bro. Like goodness gracious, man, they just got a full. It's a real full team. Was Gary Harris? Is he gonna be back for? I don't think so. Is he Mark. making it? Cause he's the one guy. That I mean, granted, he got the big contract and he has not played up the snuff um, so far this season. But I'm interested in if he is gonna make it. Yeah, he's ruled out of Saturday's game. His hip, he's been ruled. Yeah, he's he still has. He's still out. Yeah. And Will Barton as no, I think Will Barton um, was playing. But all right, yeah, I was wondering um, what was I was wondering what was going on with him. And if uh, and if they're yeah, as well. I don't think he's gonna. I don't know if he's gonna even play in this bubble, man. Who Gary Harris, right? Yeah, Gary Harris. Um, he's been injured the whole bubble. Yeah, he's not. They haven't. It's not like they've you know, 
but timetable. They have Michael Porter Jr. who's been playing great in this bubble, man. Even though he's not, he's not the household name. You know, he's not. You know. Oh, I mean, listen. If it wasn't for the back's injury, yeah. If it wasn't for the injury, he would have been up there. That that's my thing about this. He might have been number two or number number three that year. If it wasn't for that back injury, honestly. That's my thing about this Nuggets team. Honestly, again, I, I'm not sold. I'm not a believer. I think Jokic needs to be paired with another superstar. But I do think that if Michael Porter Jr. can stay healthy, um, I think, look, the, I think they drafted the next superstar in Denver right there. Because, I mean, the guy scores so efficiently. It's crazy. So, yeah, they're just deep. But I'm going, I'm with you. Nuggets and six. Next one we got OKC versus OKC, the Rockets. Yep, versus the Rockets. I'm going Rockets in six. Man. I have no idea who I got winning this, man. Now nah, I got the Rockets in five, man. Okay. Okay. Because man, I was thinking about the OKC upset, but man, aside from Chris Paul and Stephen Adams, pretty young team. Chris, I mean, Dennis Schroeder, don't forget, he's been in battles. Yeah, Danilo Gallinari, don't forget, he's seasoned 20 right. points. 20, like the Rock. You guys see how Dennis Schroeder's coming back? Um, from, 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 from the baby. Yeah. Um, see, he needs to get uh, settled in, but we'll see. I don't know if OKC will, will do that to him, but they have been surprising us all year. Yeah. We're waiting for I mean, to be here. Yeah, but I just, I, again, I'm just going off of, I really, I think that James Harden is just. Brilliant. Crazy, I think yeah. that he's just brilliant, and he'll, you know, I think that he'll propel them even with. Yeah, I Russ. got Houston. I got Houston in five. And again, remember, and I'll speak more to SGA, and you know, ah, how they like because you know SGA is probably going to be their top scorer in the se- in the series. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry, OKC's top scorer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. And so, I don't so know how we do there. But at the same time, though, this bubble setting. Has has changed it up for a lot of these yeah people. a lot of these people again now you're not going into a hostile territory where young guys you know might struggle Houston gets to rocking and I think that Houston more so might might have lucked up that we're in this bubble scenario and they don't have to go to OKC because we know I mean God forbid in my for my sake the Rockets are down you know three two or something and if you're going into OKC. I'm sorry, Houston. I probably would put my money on OKC closing it out. And the you crowd know. would probably exactly. definitely get in Russell Westbrook's head. Exactly. But now there's no crowd. I think that plays more to the and I think not having a crowd is playing against the Lakers' favorite because I feel like the Lakers. The um, Lakers' play, crowd is yeah, great. We yo, play off our First crowd. playoffs, number one seed, LeBron and AD. The Staples Center would have been shaking. And we haven't played in the playoffs since 2013. And, man, the Staples Center would have literally been shaking. I'm telling you. And then you. on top of that, if we ended up playing the Clippers in there, that would have been all games home for Lakers. Listen, listen, listen. It would have been rocking. So yeah, I feel like LeBron and Anthony Davis, they thrive off the, the crowd. Off the crowd, the yeah. yeah. LeBron, I can tell LeBron is still not thrilled at all with this bubble environment yeah. and the no crowd. Man. Even Giannis, I feel like he plays way better with the crowd around him and all Jeez. that. This man, James Harden. And the bubble numbers are crazy. <laughs> crazy. What is the average of 40, 50? 35.3 points per game, 9.2 boards a game. That's 14th. 8.7 assists a game. That's four. What I've loved is three steals a game, which is first. That's what I'm really holding my head on, the three steals a game, man. That's phenomenal. 
But let's go on the eastern side though. Let's get it. Sweep. The, yeah, the Buck versus the Magic. This is sweep. Sweep. I no gentleman that sweep. Down. That's a sweep. The Raptors versus the Nets. I think I, I got uh, I, five games. Yeah, I give Brooklyn. I really carry. Listen, I think the Nets, man, they they're gonna have a big three next year potentially. Yeah. Adding in Karis now they have Levert. a full team, bro. I'm adding in Karis Levert in that big three combo with Kyrie and KD. You think Spencer WD is gonna stay or leave? Mm. I think he'll stay. I think he'll stay. I think he'll stay. Yeah, like to your point. Is Jared Allen rumored to be leaving or no? That's interesting. I don't think he will, but it's it'll be interesting to see what they do with him and DeAndre. And DeAndre Jordan just opted out of this joint, right? Or is he Yeah, no, he opted. He, he just didn't want Yeah, he's opted out. He, he'll be back. This is an interesting one. Well, they kind of lost its flavor. Now that Ben Simmons is gone and Joel Embiid, who knows? Wait, 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 wait. Oh, yeah, you said Raptors in five. Right, yeah. yeah, I got Raptors in five. Boston, Philadelphia. Um, I got, I got Boston, Boston in five. five yeah. yeah. And this one, I think, is going seven. Miami, Indiana. Wait, wait. I got Boston in four. I just realized. Ooh, you were spicy. Um, Joel Embiid is he out? Out? No, his ankle I, is, his, is his ankle, right? Yeah, but I think I think he'll be able to make it. That's why I said I'll, I'll give him a game. I got game. four, man. Miami, Indiana. I think this one will go seven. I think this four or five one will go seven, man. Uh, this is going to be a. It's either going six or seven. Who you I, got winning that joint? Oh, I didn't even say. Um, shoot. I got, I got Miami, Miami and I got Miami and seven. I got Miami and six. I have Miami at seven. Okay. Mm, man. Okay. Now, what's one of your picks? Are you mo? Are you the least confident in? No. Which one of your picks do you think can be An upset. upset? Yeah. Okay. So you Houston. I think Utah. Or Miami, Indiana. I think Utah, Denver. I yeah, think yeah, that yeah, could yeah, possibly swing one, either way. Um, and then, obviously, OKC Houston. I go Utah, Denver, Indiana, Miami, and then OKC Houston. But I think I'm going to be watching Utah, Denver as well. I and mean, I might be wrong about the Lakers in four because, like we said, um, this whole no crowd thing might work to the Blazers' um, advantage. But uh, CJ McCollum's back. Back injuries, he needs rest. Crazy. And he is not getting any rest. And speaking about no crowd, there will be minimal crowd. Oh, yeah, um, they're bringing in the family yeah. and all that. So starting after the first round of the playoffs. So this is not this round. This is the next round. Um, four guests per player, um, but it can be exceeded for children. The guests can travel on team charters following tested, and they will be allowed to attend games. Players are only allowed to bring in family and established long-term, long-standing personal friends. Um, let me see what else we got here. They can either quarantine in the team's market city for three days and travel to Orlando, and then quarantine again for four days once they get to Orlando, or they can travel directly to Orlando and quarantine for seven days. And then here's who is eligible to come. Any who's no, here's who is not eligible to come. <laughs> Any individual the player has not met previously in person with whom the player has a limited and limited in-person interactions. For example, no IG models. <laughs> These are not allowed. So yeah, no, no, nobody that you that they just know through social media or nobody who you know they just met a couple times. So it'll it'll be real interesting, you know, to see um, 
Ooh, Chris Brown, I think a lot of side chicks would be upset, man. Not for real. I think a lot of side chicks might be out with some players, man, for real. They're going to get real mad. And another list of who is not allowed, current or prospective staff or business relationships, including agents, trainers, massage and physical therapists, personal chefs, and tattoo artists. Those are not a lot of player guests. I don't think that's fair, but... So your agent buddy can't come. They're doing it, again, to minimalize the people that can... They only want, literally, immediate family there. So I, I get I get it. It's not... You know, there's still a pandemic going on. So your tattoo artist don't need to be there. Your personal chef don't need to be there. Your, your massage or physical assistant don't need to be there. You got the NBA trainers. Um, your agent don't need to be... So I, I actually get it. I, I have no problem. I like it. Um, we don't need to be opening, you know, Pandora's box or who you can bring in there. If they're your family member or your child, come on through. If you're not one or the other, stay the hell away. We don't need to be, you know, we don't need to be involving people that don't need to be involved. So I'm with you. The NBA has done a phenomenal job so far yeah. with this bubble. Ain't no reason to mess it up now letting yep. people come in. So. And who am I to say that's not fair? They've been doing, they've been 100% in the way. So yeah, don't listen to Lil JC. <laughs> they've been doing a phenomenal job, man. Sheesh. Uh, moving on, on though. Uh, the last basketball news I yeah, got man. is Bulls firing Jim yeah. Bolin, their head coach for the last two seasons. I mean, I he was 39 to 84. I mean, I didn't, I mean, most people didn't like the hire when it happened. They were like, what was going on? So, uh, I think it was inevitable. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to see who the Bulls are going to bring in next, man. Because Zach Levine is a talent. He's they special, have a good team bro. over there, man. He yeah, they're, they're special, and they're just being wasted down there in Chicago. And it's the East. Wendell Carter. We always Chris Dunn, very good defender. I like Daniel Gafford. I think he can develop really well. That Lori Marginen, I like him as well. Otto Porter, he played pretty well for them um, once he got traded, or yeah, once he left Washington and signed over there. So I like Denzel Valentine. I like the Kobe guys. White, that that's there. one of my favorite rookies. Man. Kobe White was phenomenal. So they have a good young core. They need to bring in the right guy. So I hope they don't rush it. Hope they take their time and just you know. Daddy is young. Is making crazy money right here. What? That's yeah, not man. true. Daddy man. is money. He cleans up, man. What? Daddy is young. <laughs> you talk about Daddy is young. Auto Porter is cleaning up. Now Auto Porter and the Wizards gave that crazy contract. Crazy wasn't it the Nets that matched the joints? Yeah, man. Auto, listen, clean up. So the Wizards are hilarious, bro. Chicago Ian Mahimi. I think that experiment is now done in, in, in Washington. Yeah, I he think cleaned he cleaned up, up sixty-four some, million. Got great money. But what was that summer with everybody? Was it twenty sixteen? Yeah, man. Where everybody got that's, paid. That's where Otto Porter got paid. Yeah, I remember Timothy Mozgov got crazy money. Boy, he messed up. That uh, him and uh, um, Dang. Luol, yeah. Good God, I don't know how the Lakers got bro. The Lakers management before this joint was just tearing us up. They man. were cleaning up house down there. But yeah, uh, Chicago Bulls fired Jim Bowling, twenty-two and forty-three this past season. They're in the East. I think that they can definitely do better than that, man. They can at least be a five hundred team and sneak into the playoffs next year. Speaking of the right staff. Speaking of sneaking in. Oh, Seahawks cornerback, Kima Severin. Hey, don't go on me because I ain't know his name. 
He's an undrafted rookie from Oklahoma State. I'm not going on that. I'm just going like this. (laughs) I'm talking about what you're about. No, I'm talking about I'm talking about the listeners. Hey, I don't know him because he's undrafted from Oklahoma State. And he's trying to sneak in a lady with I don't know what type of they need to drop the picture of the the costumes. They had her dressed he had her dressed on all Seahawks gear. To disguise her as a playoff, I don't a even player. Know. I don't even know how that would have worked, man. man she, I need to see the picture of that. I know they got some picture or something. I hope she was wearing a helmet or something so I could just he die. Said, I need to give me some of that wear. No, but that wear. That's what he was thinking. What are you doing? Yeah, this. All right, this is funny, but at the same time, it's, it's sad. very it's serious. Not, it's, it's very serious. Sad. And do you You're have an undrafted any, rookie. First, do you of all. have any problem with them cutting him immediately? No talking to just you're an undrafted rookie. Okay. First of all, you're already in the NFL. These starters can get cut like this, bro. It's no guaranteed at all. There's no guarantees, not even for the the starters. You know what I'm saying? There's starters that get cut, and some of them don't have guarantees in their contract. So what are you doing, an undrafted rookie? Out of Oklahoma State, sneaking in a lady during a pandemic. Forget the fact that you shouldn't have been doing it. You're putting everybody at risk, sneaking her in. Got her dressed up in full Seahawks gear, and trying to sneak her in as a player. Is she built? Is she manly built? How, what, nah, like, did to you, make, how was she going to fit in? How was she going to slide through? I hate like, that I what? had to make this funny situation serious, but, like, you know, you pair that with Russell Wilson just had a baby, and he just said he wants to protect his family. That was in what was, you know... Yeah, he was definitely gonna get cut just like that. Like for sure, for sure. What are y'all thinking, man? Your MVP's family at risk. He's gone. And then you also add this to what McCordy was saying a couple weeks ago. You got players in the clubs. You don't. Clearly, got players that just don't care about the rules. There's a disconnect. Yeah, there's a disconnect, man, between the serious guys and the guys that think this is all a joke. Um. So I mean, he's out of there. It'll be interesting to see if he gets another shot. Mm-hmm. Um, at you know, at football in the NFL, man, because this is hey, very if he's immature. talented enough. Maybe next year or something, or maybe in the tryouts, or maybe a little, uh, you know, practice squad if they even have practice squads this year. I yeah, know what but doing regardless, year. man, it's just very immature and sheesh. I, I I wasn't I wasn't expecting that, man. Very immature. Yeah. Um, speaking of immature, oh, in my opinion. It's immature that the Big 12, SEC, and ACC think that they will move forward still, unless things have changed in the last day or two. Has one of them backed out? Nope. As far as I'm concerned, the Big 12, the SEC, and the ACC, yeah, they are scheduled to play. And honestly, at this point in time, if they haven't canceled the seasons yet, I, I think they're playing. No, um, I don't think they're playing at all. I think they're <clears> playing, man. <throat> I, I'm wearing that, my uh, Texas shirt today for a reason. I think they're playing. Uh, on top of that, uh, Syracuse football players opted out of practice, and I don't think they're even going to play this year because they've been testing every other week, I believe, and they just don't like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they they haven't been releasing the, the test results because these are um, – this is a independent school anyway, so – they didn't need to. Yeah. So I don't know, but um, I, I don't think it's gonna happen. For the Big Twelve not... and the SEC, man, I think those I think those conferences are playing football. And NCAA over high water. NCAA already said there will be no championships in the fall. Yeah. All across the board. And um on top of that, um 
if you don't have any other sports except for football, it would just look bad. Like you only bring it back to your football players. I don't think the the teams. Are gonna, I, don't, I think it's gonna stop pretty soon. Yeah, I mean, I don't. You hear the players. A lot of players want to play. A lot of players don't want to play. You know, we're on record. We don't think they should play. But again, I think for the Big Twelve and the SEC, football in those parts of the country is religion. Um, so I really would not be surprised, man, if they went through with their season or at least starting the season. I know Texas, I believe, is scheduled to play UTEP. Um, I think September 12th, I believe. September 12th or September 1st, one of those. Um, uh, September 12th, I believe. But, yeah, they're scheduled to play. Um, I'm really interested to see if they'll go forward with it. We but asked on looks, Twitter, do you think the Big 12, SEC, and ACC will actually go ahead and play in the fall? 25% said yes, they sh- as they should. 56% said no, it's not safe. And 19% said yes, but it's not safe. But, you know. Hmm. Know. Yeah. Very, very interesting to see what's going to transpire. I'm not going to lie. I wonder what the people think that, that said yes, as they should. I do think, I, I, they should be playing. I don't know. after the Pac-12 and the Big Ten shut it down, not going to lie. I'm surprised by the ACC. Big 12 and SEC, not so much. The ACC, I'm definitely come on, surprised. Come on, Katasia. Come on, oh, say hi. Come on, camera. Oops, Dang, Katasia, you don't want to say hi? <laughs> Dang, man. <laughs> the Big 12 and the, uh, and the SEC, I, I'm not surprised. ACC, I'm a little surprised that they're still staying the course. Just because of where, you know, those those teams are located. And I think um, Stanford, schools are located. Um, what what conference is Stanford a part of? Pac twelve. Pac twelve. Oh yeah. So of course they were definitely gonna be out of there. Oh for sure, for sure. And yeah. Nebraska shut down its thing where they said, oh we're gonna, you know, go out from the Big Ten and play. They came to their senses and realized that ain't happening. And so. I think contractually there was no way that you can even do things like that. I don't yeah. Think so. What? I don't. Yeah. I mean the main reason that I if I'm these schools I'm worried man the thing. And the main reason to pick Pac-12 and Big Ten shut it down, liability. Point blank period. Point blank period. Liability. Player liability. Because as much as we say that these should be paid athletes, they're not paid athletes today and they won't be tomorrow. They're still student athletes. Um, they're, they're still students first. And so, you know, the, the schools take responsibility for whatever happens to these players if they do or don't play. And the... Um, Big Ten and Pac-12 said that they shut it down because, you know, of a heart condition that they heard of that that comes from, you know, that can be a symptom of COVID. That's what forced them to shut it down. So, again, we will see where uh, where these other teams decide to go and these other conferences, I should say, decide to go, man. Um, moving on to the professional side of football, uh, the Bill Sean McDermott has a six-year extension. Yep. Uh, deservingly so, man. Yeah, he had a I, good year. And I think, uh, you know, bigger and better things are on the horizon for that Bills franchise as well. Mm-hmm. I do think they're on the up and ups. Uh, George Kittle from the 49ers has a five-year, $75 million contract. Yes, $40 million is guaranteed for injuries, and mm-hmm. $30 million is guaranteed at the signing day. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And your boy, Travis Kelsey. Yeah, man. Let me get some gunshots here, man. We don't care about no kittle, man. The real, the real hitter, man. The real hitter. Travis Kelsey in this joint. Four years, 57.25 uh, mil. 
still good money, less mm-hmm. than uh, George Killer. He's a little older. And look, man, we building on something better here, man. Yeah, yeah, so. You can have the money, man. We get the rings here, man. We're doing that here. So, you know, big shout out to both of those two of the top Titans in the game get paid. Dalvin Cook is said to be a full go with the Vikings, you know, despite no new contract or no new deal being made. Um, he's still supposed to be a full go. And seven NFL officials have opted out um, of the season. I don't know how you feel about that. Mm. Seven of them have opted out. They're they're pretty old. Some of them are pretty old. Yeah, so yeah. You know, so I definitely understand. Not. I definitely understand that dynamic. Yeah. And I'm not wanting you know to be to be involved. So. Uh, the Bills also signed their left tackle Dion Dawkins to a four year, sixty million dollar extension. Ooh wee. Nice. Okay, That's okay, nice okay. Um, anything? Tour. Nothing else around go. here. I'm, um, st- I'm still not over that, that 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 freaking corner, man. I'm still not. What do you think about the Patriots signing Lamar Miller? Former Texans running back. I know a lot of you guys remember him. He had tore his ACL the at the Patriots, beginning of last season. Um, you can never season. have too many running backs, man. The yeah. Patriots already have, you know, a good that, amount of running backs. And they're good. Like. If Lamar Miller can, you know, if he can get back to, you know, what he was previous entry or some of that, that's a, that's a huge pickup again, I think, for Cam. Because a lot of the Patriots had the most opt-outs on, you know, of NFL teams. So. I feel like there was another big transaction that we're missing from the Cowboys or the... Um, missing I'm one. Think. I'm trying to think. But it's okay. I'll remember it for the next show, man. Yeah, I don't... I um, don't and did we already talk about Alvin Gentry? No, I don't believe we'll so. We'll save that said, for next time yeah, because we'll next time. I had a little uh, debate with my man, Rayshon, man. Happy belated birthday to him, man. Hey, happy belated birthday. Happy birthday to the, or belated birthday to the man, Bruce, as well. Yes, sir. Birthday just passed. Big happy birthday to him. But yeah, we'll save uh, Alvin, Alvin Gentry news for next week. Yeah, um, go Lakers. Monday, we will have your play-in results. And... Yeah, that's about it. Tuesday, playoffs kick off. See y'all later. Can't wait. J&J every day. We out.